When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. This is uh, the Super South where we just talk Highlanders for half an hour, Jeff Wilson and myself, and we're joined uh, by the man who coaches that team, Tony Brown. How you doing, Brownie? Uh, very good. Good evening. Yeah, good evening to you too, mate. Hopefully, hopefully we've lifted the curse because the first two shows, Jeff has worn his old Highlanders jersey into the studio and now he's wearing a T-shirt that's not the Highlanders jersey. So hopefully we can put everything, the 0-2 the so far, down to Jeff wearing his old Highlanders jersey in the studio. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that, mate. Absolutely, 100%. Mate, you know I'm keeping the faith. Brownie, look, uh, you're a couple of games in. What did you make of your second-up performance? But it's, it did look as though the team took a step forward. Yeah, that's right. Um, obviously pretty disappointing um, first-up effort. Uh, we just didn't quite execute there against the Chiefs and um, probably played pretty poorly, really. Um, but uh, you know, second time round against the Crusaders, the old the old foe, um, I felt as though the effort and the execution were right up there with um, some of our best games um, in previous years. So what does it take then, mate? Until until the last until the last fifteen <laughs> until the last fifteen <laughs> minutes, yeah. And that, and that's when you talk about it. What, what is it next then? What's the next step forward? You, you, you've got the Hurricanes this weekend. We saw the way that they're playing, but for you. Are you still very much about establishing what it is you're trying to do? Yeah, definitely. I, I think um, you know we're still building what our game is, um, and I think we saw a, a lot of that um, for that first sort of 60 minutes, um, and then being able to you know continue that for the full 80 and deal with those situations when the pressure is really on and, and be able to execute um, to be able to win games rather than sort of. I guess um, letting the Crusaders in um, at the end there to, to beat us. So I think there's a difference at, the, at this level and even at the highest level is being able to operate in, you know, those in, under extreme pressure and when the game's on the line. Uh, Tony, we, um, we we saw you start really well. I mean, thirteen nil up, thirteen thirteen uh, minutes in. Um, what was the what was the message to the boys when they went out there, and how did how did you go about? starving the Crusaders of possession so much in that first 20 minutes? Yeah, I think the boys were pretty frustrated with what happened in week one um, and they really wanted to lift the intensity around the individual performance and um, come with a lot more, I guess, aggression and collision and I, I think um, you know, that put the Crusaders under sort of more pressure than they had been in, in week one, which created a lot of pressure on their game and created a lot of opportunities for us and um, we saw a lot of turnovers from them, a lot of penalties and you know that's when we were sort of playing at our best in that, in, especially in the, the first 20 minutes there. Uh, Brownie, has it been an unusual start given the fact that of course the uncertainty moving to Queenstown 
then the fact having to ret- return back to Dunedin. Uh, does it sort of feel as though the team's managed to find a rhythm in terms of the day-by-day? Day? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit difficult. We don't really know what's going on day-by-day. By day by day. You know, we just sort of show up on in the morning and, you know, we, we just try and get through the day and um, we're not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. So all the... All the things that we're used to around um, the draw, who we're playing next, um, our training venues, our gyms, you know, all of that's up in the air now and we're, um, you know, having to adapt to different um, circumstances every day and it's making it difficult for the players. But um, it's the same, but in saying that, it's the same for every team. Every team's all over the place at the moment and, um, you know, the team that's, that is adapting the best and, um, it's going to have the you know best results going forward. Look, the, the referees had uh, particular things they were working hard um, uh, to adjudicate on during the course of this season. How, how do you think the games have been played in terms of mindset by all of the teams over the first couple of weeks? Do you get the sense the teams are looking to play with a higher tempo as the referees are trying to referee? I think there's uh, definitely been a shift um, and trying to hold position uh, this year than, than, than it was last year. You know, last year <clears throat> teams were afraid to hold the ball because, you know, they were rewarding the defence so much. So I think well, now if, you, if you're if able to hold position, you can create pressure and, and you're seeing a lot of penalties um, created from that, um, which, you know, just puts the team under the pump. So I think holding the ball this year is... It's going to be a lot easier the way that the referees are refereeing and hopefully a lot more exciting to watch for, for the punters. And Tony, you know, when Josh Timu went off, obviously not ideal to lose him to an injury that early and given that you'd gone in with a 6-2 split on the bench, how much did that affect things that you were able to do? Oh, I did a little bit, um, but uh, I thought Marty Banks did a good job coming on there. Um, you know, obviously the first five eight, and but um, did a good job filling in at fullback there, and and moving Connor to the wing, um, where I thought he had a um, pretty good game there. So it's always, it's always a risk when you um, go six two and you get an early injury. Um, just means you can't quite um, have the impact that you want at the back end of the game. So a little bit frustrating, um, more so for him. Um, I think he's out for six weeks now. So. Um, he'd had a good start to, to his Super Rugby career and um, frustratingly he's been cut a little bit short but hopefully we can get him back at the end. Yeah, uh, he had shown some really nice signs in the first um, couple of games, particularly week one. Uh, what, what about um, the status of Ethan De Groot? He, he goes off just before half-time and how serious you're talking there and you know, here's a player who made a big impact last season. Um, any idea you know, the length of time he might be on the sideline or has is, is he come right? Yeah, he's still, Ethan's still sort of building his match fitness up and, you know, with being a late starter with the All Black uh, rest periods. Um, so I think he was more um, buggered than sore. Um, he's come <laughs> come pretty good, um, you know, in the last couple of days. So he should be good to go. Oh, outstanding. That's great news. That's what I, that's what I love to hear. Let's turn our attention to what's coming up then. Um, you've got the Hurricanes... Uh, look Look at their last 10 minutes against uh, the Blues on the weekend was outstanding. Um, you would have done your homework already uh, and, and prepared for them, but w- what are you expecting You know, come this weekend? 
Yeah, it was a fantastic uh, finish, I guess, to that game, which, you know, when Super Rugby games are played like that and they have finishes like that, it's definitely the best competition in the world. So um, it was an exciting watch for myself with a couple of red wines. Um, <laughs> so, it was, um, yeah, that sort of just heightens the awareness of how dangerous they are. Um, just two key players, really, for me, uh, um, obviously Geordie Bad and Adi Severe, and you know being able to shut those two guys down is um, you know a big part of winning the game. So um, we'll be looking to do that, and um, you know hopefully looking to continue what we've what we sort of worked on last week and bring the same intensity, same same physicality, and should be another cracker game. I'll just ask you about that because they they seem to be in a similar mindset. You're talking about about holding on to the ball. And, and, and trusting their, their ability to play. Is that the sort of game that do you think is going to suit the Highlanders? Um, I think if we get it right, um, <laughs> it will. Um, you know, it's always, it's always a fine balance between position versus, um, you know, giving the other team the ball and um, backing your defence. So the teams that... You know, have a, have a good balance of both. Um, tend to tend to win most games. Um, teams that hold the ball too much um, tend to struggle with the back end of games. So um, you've got to get the balance right, and you've got to be really good on um, transitioning to defence and then transitioning to attack when you get the ball back. And um, I think uh, we didn't quite do that well enough in that last twenty. And we gave the Crusaders just too much possession, um, and it sort of killed us. Yeah, just before we let you go, Tony, I mean, I thought um, we saw some really good signs against the Crusaders from Shannon Frizzell. He looked a step up second weekend uh, from the first week. Gareth Evans, I thought, was big for you, and so was uh, Menaki Selby Rickett. I mean, what, what? I suppose you look at, you mentioned Adi Savia, the strength of the Canes is is in that loose forwards particularly. If, it, it, what's the game plan there? How do you try and shut Adi Savia in particular down with those guys? Yeah, it's a tough one with Adi because I think he's probably the one of the, you know, the best ball carriers in the world around post-contact metres. Um, he never dies in the in the tackle. He, you know, a lot of players, when you when you hit them in the tackle, they sort of go to ground and set up a ruck where he sort of powers through contact. So we've got to be, you know, pretty detailed around our collision when he's got the ball. Um, very difficult to shut down, but hopefully we can just contain him enough, um, you know, so he doesn't have a massive impact on the game. Um, and it's the same with uh, you know Geordie Bout. He's he's um, so physical. He gets the ball so much. He was, his work rate is immense, and you know he's a massive X factor player, especially when you get in, when he gets inside your twenty two. Yeah, I mean he he could run around with six on his back, couldn't he? At times the way he plays the <laughs> game out in the wing, finishing on the wing as well. Mate, Brownie, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping the faith, mate. I've got no doubt that this, it's the, that one is going to come sooner rather than later. And, uh, mate, you went on the weekend, my jersey's back on him. It's in, in, in studio. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, no, the boys are working hard. And, um, you know, when, you, when you've got a lot of young players, it takes a while to, you know, get the experience at this level. So um, it's not from lack of effort. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure the boys will have a big one this weekend. Yeah, no, thanks very much, Tony. Thanks for coming on, mate. I really, uh, be really enjoying watching the team play this year, and uh, I wish you all the best of luck against the Canes this weekend, eh? 
Yeah, cheers. Looking forward to it. Cheers, Brownie. Cheers, mate. Go well. Go well. Tony Brownlee, the uh, head coach of the Highlanders, uh, with us here on Super South. Ricardo Ball and uh, Jeff Wilson with you. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.